Welcome to the Acupuncture Marketing School podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grassick, and I'm here to help you get visible in your community, take marketing action with confidence, and get more patience in your practice and more money in your pocket every week. We both know you're a talented, passionate acupuncturist and that acupuncture has the power to change lives. So let's dive right into this episode and talk about how you can reach more patients. Hi there, welcome. This week, I'm excited to share with you a new marketing experiment that I'm trying in my acupuncture practice. If you're new here, welcome. If you're a regular listener, also welcome. But you know that I always encourage you to think about your marketing as an experiment. It takes a lot of pressure off of you and gives you the space and the freedom to get creative and try new things with your marketing. It also allows you not to take the outcome of your marketing personally. For example, if you launch a marketing campaign and it doesn't do that well, instead of taking it personally and absorbing it and saying to yourself, I'm not good at marketing, or I'll never be good at marketing, or I'll never figure out this business owner thing. Instead of all of those thoughts that I do hear from my one-on-one marketing clients and my marketing students, you can give yourself the space to say, okay, this didn't work out quite the way I planned, but based on the feedback that I've had from my audience, why do I think that might be? And how can I use that information to be better at marketing in the future? And this could mean tweaking that particular marketing campaign, the one that didn't do well, and relaunching it, right? Making the changes that the data suggested so it's more effective. Or it could be simply absorbing the information that you learned from that experience and applying it to the marketing that you do in the future. So again, I really want you to think about your marketing as an experiment. Give yourself the freedom and the permission to be creative and to fail at your marketing. And when I say this, I do just want to add this caveat that I tend to focus on marketing that's either low cost or free. So I wouldn't necessarily encourage you to get really experimental with expensive marketing that you don't have the budget for. So I'm not saying, uh, you know, drop a huge amount of money on marketing just so you can run it as an experiment and then not care about the results. What I'm referring to is the marketing that you can DIY that doesn't cost a lot of money or the buy-in is pretty low. I just want to make sure that you know I'm not saying don't just throw money at marketing. Instead, if you focus on the marketing that's low cost or free, you can easily treat it like an experiment and let the results, the data, teach you a lot about how to get better at marketing. I believe that in any kind of marketing, you are always going to have to pay in some way. You either pay with your cold, hard cash or you pay with your time and energy. I prefer to teach the marketing where you put in your own time and energy because I actually think that in the long run has a more positive impact on your practice. The free types of marketing where you do the work tend to be things like building relationships in your community or content creation like writing blog posts or you know, crafting your brand or curating your Instagram to reflect your brand. It's the kind of thing that, you know, builds your website search engine optimization over time or solidifies your branding in your community. And these really benefit you for the life of your practice. They will keep bringing dividends in terms of marketing. Whereas, for example, running a Google ad 
works for the time that you're running the ad, right? While you are paying for it. But I don't know that I would say that it's still building and supporting your business two or three years down the line. Okay. So in my humble opinion, the marketing that costs your time and energy also has the added benefit usually of laying a strong foundation for your marketing that lasts over time. So that's why I prefer it. Okay, let's talk about this experimental marketing campaign that I'm trying out right now in my practice, which is patient reactivation postcards. And I know that doesn't sound like exciting or sexy, but stick with me. I think these are going to be really successful, and I'm looking forward to sharing the nitty-gritty details in the future of how you can replicate this in your own practice. You guys know that I love postcard marketing. You've heard me talk about it before. I love the graphic design that goes into the postcards themselves, and I also love that it's a bit of a challenge. Postcard marketing can be hard to get right, and I'll be honest, I have yet to have success with it, but I won't stop until I figure it out, and then I'll share it with you, of course, right? So part of the reason I haven't had success yet with postcard marketing is simply bad timing in the past two years with COVID. Every time my area had a lull in COVID cases and people started to feel more comfortable going, you know, outside their houses in 2020 and 2021, I would prepare a postcard marketing campaign, particularly for cosmetic acupuncture. And then by the time the postcards were ordered and arrived, and in some cases mailed, our local cases of COVID went back up and no one was going outside again. We've had a lot of up and downs with our regulations as many areas have, right? So in particular, uh, you know, it was hard to convince people to come back to my practice for cosmetic for a long time. Okay. So I haven't tried postcard marketing in a while now, uh, and I'm ready to try again, but I'm taking a different approach for the time being. The respected wisdom in postcard marketing when you're trying to reach new patients in your local area is that it requires repeated postcard mailings to the same people for at least three months. You can get lists of local people with, you know, specific interests or demographics in your area. It's actually possible to pull these lists and they're considered a cold audience. They haven't heard of you before. You're introducing yourself. So you want to send them a postcard, for example, once a month for three or four months minimum. You're using each postcard as a step in introducing yourself, eliminating doubts and barriers, perhaps offering a coupon with a deadline, answering frequently asked questions, etc. It's essentially a process of warming up a cold audience over time. It's a classic approach, but it does take time. And this is part of why it's so hard to have success with postcards because it takes commitment. In addition to graphic design for the postcards that actually converts people and gets them to take action, you need to have a plan and a budget for at least three months. And most people aren't willing to do that. But this month, I wanted to try something a little different, something simpler and with less commitment because simple is always a win. And uh, as I said, (laughs) I am obsessed with postcard marketing and figuring it out. I am just determined (laughs) to figure out something that works for my community, like my specific target audience uh, that is hopefully not complicated. And part of my love for postcard marketing, as I mentioned, is the graphic design that goes into crafting a really effective postcard that actually gets people to take action. So my experimental approach 
is, as I mentioned, patient reactivation postcards. These are just what they sound like. Postcards sent out to patients that I haven't seen in a while, the people who kind of disappeared with the goal of reminding them that acupuncture can help them, that they had a good experience at my office, and then getting them to make a follow-up appointment. In marketing, we always say that it's seven or eight times easier to reactivate previous customers than convince new ones to work with you. So that is the impetus behind this campaign. I want to pluck up that low-hanging fruit. Lots of people visit my office, have a good experience, and either stop coming because they feel better or they have to put their appointments on hold because life gets busy and then they intend to return, but they just don't end up making an appointment, etc. This happens to everyone, right? There's always patients who are having a good experience and sort of disappear and slip through the cracks. But these people should theoretically be easier to convince to return than getting a new patient in the door. So this week I downloaded a spreadsheet of all of my patients, yes, all of them, (laughs) and I scrolled through and selected the people who I felt had a pretty good chance of reactivating. And for the most part, I stuck to the past year, right, all the way through patients that I hadn't seen in a year, but there were some people that I had in mind who I just remembered and wondered what happened to them, so I went back a little further with them if it felt appropriate. Um, And I have to confess that in the past couple of years, I have not been great about regularly putting patient reactivation on my marketing calendar, going back through and contacting the people who disappear to say, hey, just wanted to check in on you. How are you doing? And then from that contact, of course, my intent is that they reschedule. I do think this is a really valuable marketing tactic that should be done regularly, and sometimes I remember to do it. If I do it, I usually reach out to people however they prefer to be contacted, whether it's phone call, text, or email. I'll just shoot them a quick message. But this month, I'm going to try reactivating people with these postcards specifically designed for this purpose. Okay, so let's talk about this design because it's important in postcards. Uh, They're pretty simple. Last year, I had some professional branding photos taken, and from those, I picked two pictures where the model or the patient is resting on the treatment table. She doesn't even have needles in yet. Um, She's just resting with her eyes closed, but I picked these photos because she's looking very peaceful. Uh, Kind of like maybe she's already taking a nap while she's even waiting for her treatment to begin. And on one side of the postcard, it says, we miss you and the name of my practice. And then it says, it's been a while since we've seen you. Do you need an acupuncture tune-up? Acupuncture for pain, anxiety, digestion, and a nap. We're trying to be kind of cute with these postcards with the nap comment. I feel like that's what my patients expect from me, so it's on brand for me. It may not be for you. And then the call to action says, call, text, or book online today with our contact info. And then on the back of the card, there is limited space. But there's a smaller picture of the patient resting and the statement, relax and let your stress and muscle tension melt away, book online instantly with our website. So it's really important, I think, to have a line somewhere on there where you describe the benefit or the outcome for the patient. So yes, they get to take a nap, but how are they going to feel or what is their outcome going to be after treatment? And these postcards are looking to reactivate mostly wellness patients. 
um, patients who might have uh, like a little bit of burnout, some mild pain or discomfort, and need the opportunity to decompress, bring their stress levels down a notch. So that's why I went with the statement, relax and let your stress and muscle tension melt away to describe how they might feel after their treatment. But if you want to get the attention of a different kind of patient and reactivate them specifically, then you would want to think about their symptoms or their struggle and describe their outcome that they might expect. Okay. So always focus on your target market and the way that you want them to feel uh, or remind them of the way they're going to feel after working with you. It tends to work pretty well for most marketing. And then below that last statement, there is another call to action book online instantly with my website. And of course I added kind of small, because uh, as, as I said, there's not a lot of space on the back of a postcard, our logo, our address, and contact information. And I managed to squeeze in there for a strong dose of social proof, a brief mention of how many Google reviews we now have at the practice. I've only been in business in this new location for three years, but we have currently 56 five-star Google reviews. And this is one of the primary reasons that patients tell me they decide to work with me. It's extremely effective. And it's it's actually something that I teach you how to do inside Acupuncture Marketing School, how to increase your Google reviews so that people will choose you over other practitioners in the area. And because we have such a significant number of reviews compared to other local acupuncturists, I tend to put that everywhere I can. I'm a little shameless about it, but it really helps build trust with my audience, which is always one of the goals of my marketing. In genuine, authentic marketing, you're educating and building trust so that people feel safe and comfortable making an appointment with you and making an investment with you, more or less. So I added onto this postcard a tiny little section with five yellow stars that says over 55 five-star Google reviews. Okay, now how the heck did I decide what to squeeze onto this postcard into this small space and why do I have some confidence that it will be effective or, you know, a fair amount of confidence, right? Since this is an experiment after all, I'm open to whatever results comes from these postcards. Whenever I'm creating postcards for marketing, I always use the designs from Postcard Mania as templates. Postcard Mania is a postcard marketing business online. It's postcardmania.com. And they share hundreds of their high converting postcard designs. And what I like to do is pick a few that might suit my needs and then go on Canva and try to recreate those postcards as best I can with tweaks, of course, based on my audience and my goals. Um, and Canva, if you're not familiar, is a free graphic design website that I highly recommend, canva.com. I think Postcard Mania really has their postcard design on lockdown. They talk a lot about the text, the design, the call to action, etc. And all of this matters in the effectiveness of a postcard marketing campaign. They even have blog posts with advice about how to design the different elements of successful postcard marketing in terms of graphic design. Okay. So I highly, highly recommend taking a look at their website because it can be a big leap between your ideal patient 
looking at a piece of paper in their hand and reading the call to action, book online today, visit our website, and then actually picking up their phone and punching in the website or the phone number to make an appointment. So I've realized from reviewing dozens and dozens of their designs that they always include testimonials or Google reviews for social proof, and they have very specific strong calls to action in contrasting colors, among many other things. So I made sure I included those things, and I feel good about what I created using their expertise and advice as a template. So if you're interested in postcard marketing, I definitely recommend checking them out. Uh, they they actually do the whole postcard marketing campaign for you if you want, by the way, including design. But you know that I like scrappy, do-it-yourself, free marketing. So here we are. So my office manager and I will be mailing out these postcards this week. And if this campaign is successful, I will definitely release this postcard reactivation design as sorry, this patient reactivation design as a template for you to purchase. Um, It'll be pretty low cost and editable in Canva. Um, You know that I really, really love Canva. Again, it's a free graphic design website. So canva.com, very easy to use and easy to learn. And here's one more reason that I'm so comfortable with this marketing experiment. It costs $16.50 to purchase 50 postcards And the postcard stamp right now is 40 cents. So that's $20 in stamps to send 50 postcards, a grand total investment of $36.50. So one patient on the schedule more than pays for this one. That's, that would be amazing, right? A very low investment. And I expect the outcome to actually be much higher than one patient on the schedule. And I also expect to know after sending 50 cards, whether this is going to be successful or not, or I will have some really good information for adjusting this in the future. For me, 50 feels like a large enough sample size to determine that. Okay. And I won't be sending 50 cards every month from here on out because as I mentioned, I went back a whole year and selected 50 people to try to reactivate them from that time frame. But moving forward, this will be on my monthly calendar to look back and decide which patients fell off the schedule in the past one to three months and then send them a postcard. So I will absolutely update you on how this marketing campaign goes. Clearly, I'm very excited about it. No one gets as excited about postcard marketing (laughs) as I do. I hope it's a little bit contagious. So stay tuned. I will let you know how it goes. Also, coming up next week, and this is wild that it's next week already, is the scholarship competition for Acupuncture Marketing School. Acupuncture Marketing School is my foundation's marketing course that I put together because I know as acupuncturists, we do not get enough marketing education in acupuncture school to feel confident in putting ourselves out there in our communities. And when I say treat your marketing as an experiment, you know, just give it a try, I realize that that makes sense to a lot of people logically. But I completely understand that there's often still a visceral resistance to do that if you had no marketing education at all. You may be feeling like, I don't know how to position my brand to speak to the patients I really want to see. I don't even know what that means, position my brand. So Acupuncture Marketing School walks you through the process of creating a strong brand so you can identify your ideal patients and how to speak to them 
to make them take action. And we do the scholarship competition every year, and we give away two free seats, uh, one to an acupuncturist and one to an acupuncture student. This is one of my favorite times of year because we have people from dozens of countries enter their applications, and I really just... I want you to be able to reach your audience in an authentic and effective way that feels good to you as the person releasing the marketing message. And that also feels good to your audience who's receiving it. That's pretty much what I teach inside acupuncture marketing school. So stay tuned on Monday. I will be releasing information on how to apply for the scholarship. We only accept scholarship applications for four days. And so that's next week, Monday, May 9th through Thursday, May 12th. If you want to learn how to apply for the scholarship, sign up for my email newsletter and I will send out an email on Monday morning explaining how to submit your application. So the link to sign up for my email newsletter for the scholarship waitlist group is in the show notes. And of course, I'll link to Acupuncture Marketing School so you can see what you could win. As always, you are welcome to send me questions. If it's a question about the scholarship, please send your email to scholarship at michellegrassic.com. If you have other questions, you can always shoot me an email at michelle at michellegrassic.com. I cannot wait for the scholarship doors to open. I always look forward to it. I hope to get your application. Such a pleasure to meet everyone who applies. So thank you for being here this week. I'll update you next month on the effectiveness of these reactivation postcards. And I cannot wait to hear from you in the scholarship competition. Have a great week.